In this episode of the Business of E-Commerce, I talk about retargeting strategies for 2020. This is the Business of E-Commerce, episode 146. Welcome to the Business of E-Commerce, the show that helps e-commerce retailers start, launch, and grow the e-commerce business. I'm your host, Charles Plusky, and I'm here today to talk about retargeting strategies. This is a topic I want to do for a while and I've been building. So I want to kind of dig into four parts here. I'll kind of lay them out, different places to retarget, the length to retarget, the type of visitors to retarget, and also the content you should use in your retargeting strategy. Also just note, if you're watching the video, currently moving the office right now. So excuse the uh, background, it's a little different today and hopefully I'll be back and have a better setup pretty soon. Well, let's get started. I want to kind of jump into the first point here, different places to retarget. So first, this is 2020, and currently there's several places where you want to run your retargeting ads. And I'll list them in order of where I would start if I was running a new retargeting campaign today. So number one, Facebook, Instagram. It's kind of your social platform. It's the first one I'd probably choose to start a retargeting campaign. And depending on what creatives you use, it's very easy to post it also on Instagram. So that's probably the first place I would just get started with retargeting. Next up, the Google Display Network. Google Display is banners, that sort of thing. Everything that's not search, let's call it. That's the general other one. Normally, I would not recommend the Display Network, except for a retargeting campaign when you're getting started. The great part is, you can spend far less per impression, still get your name out there, you'll still be in front of an audience, but you won't have to spend the same, you know, search, CP, social, CPC. Display really just gets you a lot of impressions and a lot of brand awareness that you can use to kind of expand your reach. So that's always probably the second place I would recommend to start. Third place is the Google search, but search for retargeting, right? So you can. You can show search ads only to folks that have already been on your site. So that's the third place. And each one's a little more complicated. But what I do there is when you're setting up Google retargeting search ads, you'll add your audience. We'll get into this in a bit. But once you have your audience, you can also add in search terms. So if you're selling a particular product, you know the audience has been to your site, and you can come up with some search terms that sound very familiar to you know that if someone is typing in these terms, they're thinking of your industry. So if you're selling life vests, you're a life vest retailer, and someone's typing in terms about uh, some nautical terms, terms about boats, ter terms about the ocean, the tide, fishing, that's when you wanna show your life vests as retargeting. So you can really get inside their head and you know if they're anything having to do with boats, marine, anything like that, that's when you want to fire those ads. So search is the other great option and you can really be specific and you're not just showing it to all the searches because if they're looking for cooking recipes, you might not want to be jumping in there um, and showing a life that's at that moment. But the great part is you can really drill it down to say, let's get in their head. They've been on our site. They're definitely into this. Plus now we know they're again searching for it. Let's do this. So those are the three places I'd probably recommend to start with. And there's lots of other ones. But right there, you're gonna have a large, um, 
opportunity. You're going to cover a lot of ground right there. And the neat part is the more of these that you're on, it becomes this brand awareness where they hit your site and now for days, they're going to be seeing, hey, here's your ad. Oh, and you're going to look a lot more um, like, you, like you know each other sort of thing. You're going to look all of a sudden like you have this relationship, even if the per person has just been on your site for a little while. So you're able to start building this familiarity with your brand, with your products that you don't otherwise get, that they might have just been searching one night. Now, all of a sudden, you're in their life. Every day, you're coming back and you get a lot more brand awareness this way, especially being on both on social, both on display, both on search. So you're going to cover if if they're online, most likely in those three places, you're going to be covering them. Today's episode is sponsored by Drip. Drip is the world's first e-commerce CRM and a tool that I personally use for email marketing and automation. Now, if you're ever in an e-commerce store, you need to give Drip a try. And here's why. Drip offers one-click integrations for both Shopify and Magento. There's robust segmentation, personalization, and revenue dashboards to give you an overview of how your automation emails are performing. One of my favorite features of Drip is the Visual Workflow Builder. It gives you a super easy way to build out your automation world visually and see the entire process. It lets you get started quickly, but also build very complex automation roles. It's powerful, but also easy to learn, unlike a lot of email tools that offer the same type of automation. To get a demo of Drip today, you can go head over to drip.com slash BOE. That's drip.com slash BOE. Now onto the show. So now the length retarget is usually the next from there. So when we start talking about the length, it can really vary. I'd recommend starting at seven days, but it really depends on your product and your buying life cycle. If it's a larger purchase, if it's you're selling, easy example I use here all the time is mattresses, beds, that sort of thing. There's just a longer buying cycle, right? If you're selling high-end bicycles, things that people are going to be researching and coming back time and time again, they're not just going to, you know, if you're selling a t-shirt, they might come or hat, they might come look at it. It's great. Okay. $20, $30, check out, let's do this. So you could probably bring that down a bit. Or if it's a longer buying cycle, you're going to have to lengthen it because they're going to be thinking about this purchase for a lot longer. So you really want to start getting in their head in this exercise and know here's our usual buying cycle. Let's start there. Seven days is usually a good place to start for most, but use your own kind of discretion here. And the reason you don't want to go super long, right? Because on Google, you can make this a year if you want. You can make this months. The reason you don't want to do that is now you're going to be spreading your retargeting dollars over a much greater audience. So you might not get the same kind of return you'd otherwise get. So if you can go for a shorter time, definitely start there. Whatever the shortest buying cycle is you feel comfortable with, and you can always retry this in the future, but at least start at something that you think is a reasonable buying cycle, but don't go overboard because you'll be wasting money in the other direction there. So then you start getting into kind of the fun stuff of setting up the campaigns. And this applies for all, th all three platforms, all three retargeting locations I mentioned, Facebook, Google Display, Google Search. But you want to start setting up different um, audiences, let's call them. And everyone calls them slightly different. But just groups of uh, either customers or visitors. So you want to set up these audiences on each platform. So here are four that... I've seen very successfully, it's probably the four I would recommend everyone starting with. So first, visitors 
with no add to cart. So you can do this by if they've been on any page, but not the add to cart page. And it's usually in some platforms has it all kind of tied in to if you're using a Shopify or a big commerce now, if not, you can still figure out the URLs. You kind of have to dig in on each platform, Google, Facebook, they're both a little different, but create these groups based on URLs usually. So first group visitors with no add to cart. So these are people that have kind of just hit the site. They're very loosely interested. So that's group one, group two, add to cart with no purchase. And depending on your shopping cart, you might have like a one page, but it might be a multiple page, right? Where you add to cart, you can see that usually, but no purchase. So they didn't actually, um, or no initiate checkout. So they didn't get to your pre-checkout page and you know, they didn't get there yet. Next initiate checkout, but no purchase, right? So you always gonna have that purchase. Thank you page at the end. And you want to have this, they initiated the checkout. They got in there. Most likely they started looking at shipping. They started looking at pricing and they had some, they got some cold feet on this, right? Maybe the shipping rate, they were trying to ship to Alaska and you're just way off base, whatever it was, they got cold feet. Most likely it has something to do with the final price, tax, shipping, that sort of thing. So this is usually a group target because you kind of, you know exactly why they bounced. Last but not least, post-purchase. So these are folks that actually have bought with you. And let's say it's a tight range in the past seven days, they've actually purchased with you. Depending on the size of your site as well, just to note, you can't always target all of these groups, right? So if it's Google search, I believe you need a time of this recording, a thousand users in a certain um, audience, right? If you want to do search, maybe you don't have a thousand purchases in the past seven days. So you might not be able to do that group for that type, but you could start with visitors, right? So hopefully you have a thousand visitors. If not, I believe Facebook, you can do some smaller targeting. So you can do things like that, but you might not be able to start with this right away, depending on your traffic. So just note that, but it's always good to have these audience created from day one. So that's probably the first thing I would do is just create the audiences. Even if you're not ready to start running retargeting ads, they'll be collecting data in the background and you can create some of these seven days, 14s. So you can expand them a bit if you don't have that kind of volume, but at least have the audiences there collecting the data. You always want that. Do that day one on both platforms, Facebook and Google, get these audience locked down. So now you have your four audiences. Last, but definitely not least, is what do you actually want to retarget to them? What do you want to show them, right? At each step, think of it as the buying funnel, you know, the customer's journey. And each one, they kind of know your product a little different. They're in a different place, a different mindset, right? So visitors that just came to the site and did add it to the cart, maybe this wasn't the product looking for, or maybe they just don't know enough about your product. You might want to retarget them with pictures of the product. The product page you might want to bring them directly to. If you have a video, anything like that, definitely you can use that in the creative. You basically want to show them more about the product, more about what they can do with it, kind of educate them. So they're still at the education stage. Add to cart with no purchase. This one's a little, this is interesting because they didn't even, they add to the cart, so they were interested, but they didn't really look at the final price or no initiate checkout rather. So they add to cart with, didn't initiate checkout. So they never got to that checkout page. So they might've just got distracted really. So this is a really great one to retarget where 
they added it and they were in the mobile and something happened and now they just kind of wandered away, right? So the goal here is just to kind of nudge them and remind them, hey, there's some products waiting for you in your cart. Hey, like you're, you wanted this and you didn't, you didn't finalize it. So just jump in here, come right back. Your item's still waiting for you. You can even add some sense of urgency. We hold the cart for two days, seven days, whatever you want to add in there. Maybe put some, you know, some time on there so people know, hey, my cart's still around. Oh, I, I wanted that. Let's kind of jump in and get that again. So I always say that's a great group to target because they might not even have an objection. It might've just been, they got distracted. So definitely run those sort of ads to folks that add to cart, but didn't initiate checkout. Third type is people that initiated checkout, but they didn't actually purchase. So this is the one you can get pretty creative here. You can run coupons, add a sense of urgency. Hey, this is a 24 hour coupon to get 10% off. This is a, you know, 40 hour coupon to get free shipping, anything like that. Most likely they got here and they were interested, but they got kind of um, turned off at the last moment. And very often this is just some sort of cost in their cart they weren't aware of. So they saw the product, they liked it 29.95, but they got down taxes, maybe some um, fees, maybe shipping. And they just, they said, okay, this 29.95 purchase just turned into a, you know, $50 purchase. No, thank you. So if you can, this is one time where discounting does work very well. So you might want to run some sort of coupon there, click the link, add a sense of urgency. And again, these are people, let's say in the next, in the past seven days, so you can really be hyper targeted and say, you've been here, you wanted this, but before they go and buy it from someone else, you want to go after them very quick. So this is something you definitely want to keep your time frame very short on this audience. Last but not least, is folks that have actually purchased. And this you can go a little longer of a time frame. They've already checked out with you. They've, um, they're interested, you know, they bought, but you still have an opportunity here. So one is cross sell, upsell, very classic opportunity. Just show them, Hey, you bought this, um, camping product. You can also see, you know, maybe you need some camping socks, a camping mug, anything like that. So, you know, they're in that mindset, they're doing some sort of camping, whatever that activity is that your products were used for. Here's some other products that go great with that activity. Maybe you already have that card and file. You can even add that. Just let people know that, hey, if you're doing this, we have other products too. So come back, check us out. Easy opportunity. And you can even extend that a little bit. So let's say the other ones were seven days. This might go to 14. You probably don't have as much traffic here, I'd assume, right? The funnel's going to be lower at the bottom. So you might want to extend it a bit, but it's a perfect opportunity. And you know, these people are buyers at this point. So just kind of get them coming back and you might be able to re-engage them and just that error, that value for that customer is just going to increase right there. So this is a super um, high ROI when you start retargeting these group. Well, the other thing that can be used there is just things. If you have a more complicated product, any sort of support, anything, here's how to reach us. If you have any questions, um, I bought some studio lights before where I had some issue with the USB cable and just retargeting saying, Hey, any questions? Here's the support docs. You're not going to get this sort of obvious ROI on this one, but you do get this goodwill. You do get less support tickets. It's just, it's good for your user. And in the long term, this is always a nice thing to run. And you can even run both ads in this campaign, upsells 
and support. Maybe they go after one, maybe they go after the other, but at least you kind of know, you know, you're talking, these are, these are your users now. These are your customers. You're talking to them. You're creating kind of a, a, um, a conversation with them, right? So to run through real quick, place the retarget, Facebook, Instagram, first out with your social. Google display network is number two. After that, you want to go with Google search. I will go to in that order. After that, we start talking about the length of retargeting. I would say start at seven days, but use your own discretion on this one. After that, the types of visitors to retarget. Visitors with no add to cart, add to cart with no initiate checkout, initiate checkout with no purchase, and then finally purchase. And then the different types of content. So same deal, different types of content for each one of those audiences. And final things I would say about this is if you're not running retargeting now, start adding your visitors right now. You'll never regret that. You can add the visitors, the audiences, start generating these audiences in the background. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to spend anything yet. I would just have the audiences there. And even at least start with adding the pixels. Some folks don't even have that. Always start there. Have that. You'll never regret that. And then next, a lot of people have tried paid before and they kind of get turned away, right? I can't get the ROI. I, can I can't get search to work. The ROI just isn't there. Retargeting is its own thing. It is almost always profitable, I found. Just from talking to folks, I've never, I've never talked to anyone that said retargeting was a waste. Um, maybe it's not. You can't get tons of um, new users off it, but the, the visitors you already have, you can basically just capitalize on that just a little better. So it's almost always a positive ROI. So once you can run these ads, do it. I would always recommend it. Just at least try it because there's great ROI on these ads. So those are my final tips. Hopefully this was helpful. If it was, please comment, please rate. I always appreciate that. And hopefully in the near future, I'll be on with a better background, new set here, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks. Have a good one.